Hello and welcome to episode 12 We've of the We've conquered all of Europe. We never gonna <laughs> stop. <laughs> From Paris down to Turkey. We won the FN lot. For Paisley and Bill Shankly. The fields of Anfield Road. We are loyal supporters. And we follow Liverpool. Ale, ale, ale. <laughs> Is this the Anfield rap? Yeah, that's quality pod. Good shout out for them. Uh, um, hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Three Amigos FBL show. I'm your host, FBL Marple, and alongside me, as always, are my amigos Mars, who you just heard there destroy the pod, and Dale. Joining us tonight is honorary amigos Simon Jones, a.k.a. FBL underscore connect. Uh, welcome to the show, Si. Is the saddle okay? No chafing? Nope, no chafing at all. Um, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, it's been a, been a, you've taken a, it's been a long time, hasn't it, since you got me on? You've asked me about three times, but uh, finally, my internet's working. and There's no other things going on, so I finally got on the show. So, cheers for having me on. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Sai, for um, making it, making everyone know that like how many times we're asking you to come on, begging you to come on. You know that you're. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, mate. I'm glad we can make our schedules match. <laughs> um, we just no. had to get his people to talk to our people, and, and it all just it worked. Yeah, it all came together. Yeah, um, brilliant stuff. So, right. looking forward to having a great chat with you tonight. Um, tell us, uh, Chef, you can start us off by um, tell us tell us how was game week 33 for you, and um, any any thoughts or learnings in your chef's takeaways. Well, uh, I, I got 40 points. And I, well, uh, I'm claiming it. It's my question. I'm claiming it. What's wrong with you? Oh, uh, okay. okay. I'm going to appeal. I'm going to appeal. You're going to appeal? You're doing a Harry Kane? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I actually know what happened with Harry Kane. He, the ball was coming in and he went, it's man. And he spat at the ball and it went in. And, that, and that's why he's claiming the goal. <laughs> Just actually, there was one thing actually I noticed was... Um, that uh, what's his name was coming off at the Etihad, uh, Herrera, and he he spat on the sign on the on the Man City symbol, I think, as he was going in towards the tunnel. Don't you see that? Yeah. Literally, no. he spat straight down on top of it. Yeah, was, um, not not classy, really. Not classy. Not not, not very classy. No. But no, I think sticking with that, I think the the main takeaway from last week was Manchester United turning up at the empty head and pulling it out the bag and winning three two. Um, tunnel down at half time and, and Pogba just absolutely ran the show in the second half and and he just turned it on um, we all know Sai's a United fan so I'll bring Sai in now and, and let's get his thoughts on, on that result yeah I, I was absolutely loving it and um, at 2-0 admittedly um, I was that disappointed um, as I have been at many times throughout the season with watching United, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I was actually playing FM at the time. It was like 48 minutes and I was playing FM. I wasn't interested. I was just so uh, so distraught watching the first half. And I'm just thinking, oh, this is, this is ridiculous. And yeah, I literally couldn't believe <laughs> the turnaround. It was, it was absolutely incredible. 
And it was a proper derby in the end, which you don't get a lot these days. It was, you know, feisty second half, quality football on show. Um, and yeah, what a brilliant turnaround. And Chris Smalling, who I absolutely hate, the unsung hero popping up with a cheeky little finish. Yeah, incredible. It was. Uh, we love to give Manu a good bit of abuse, abuse, obviously, with three Liverpool fans, as we include Dale and Matt. But um, the. Uh, oh, but saying yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan. <laughs> I have yeah, a, I like, have a reputation to uphold on Twitter. Of course, Your fishing trips fishing. are going to be completely screwed up, yeah. But I um, think no, that's why they that off. I think it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. People know you're full like, of it now. FBL wise though, just just something that this this is great for free hitters by the way for 75 because City have to come out and win in 35 to win the league against Swansea at home. Now they're out of Europe, they might he might actually play just his full team. So this is good news for for for, for FBL managers and especially free hitters or wide holders in 35. One one thing that um another takeaway from their last game week was there was only. One game with two clean sheets, and that was Everton Liverpool. Every other game had a goal in it. There was no other clean sheets. That was a bit. I think that contributed to the uh, low average. Yeah, because it looked like there was some decent enough opportunities for clean sheets, but yeah, none of them came off. Brilliant stuff, Dale. Um, we'll uh, we'll normally we do touch on Mars's talking point of the week, but um, since we did give him a song to start off the pod, we'll we'll count that towards his count talking point. Um, lads, we'll move on. Of course, there's a lot of stuff to talk about this um this game week with the double coming up. This is the one we've all been planning for and thinking about. Um, as Kylie said in her listeners' question, which we hopefully get to later on, um, the double game week fever has well and truly struck. Um, our listeners have heard the three of us talking about this double game week for weeks now, so we are relying upon you, Sai, of course, to give us some fresh perspectives, so no pressure there. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll actually look at your, your lovable, um, Man United. Did I call them lovable or loved? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Either are appropriate, but, um, we'll, of course, most managers will have triple Man U for this game week, but there is considerable debate about who those players should be. Um, come to you first, Sion, at the right. Um, De Gea is a given, I guess, for most people because it's two nice fixtures, especially from a defensive point of view. Not much going on in attack with their opposition. Um, but that leaves two remaining players. For me and my own team, that's Valencia and um, Lukaku. But there are people looking for alternative defensive options as well as Lingard, Sanchez and, of course, Derby hero Paul Pogba. Who are you looking at? Um, well, I'm going to be going into this one with, with two. Um, and that's basically just because I, I haven't really played the, the free hit in the wild card very well. Um, and I prefer, um, Son and Mars. The way I've structured my team, I basically can't afford Sanchez and he'd be the one I would go for. Um, and I've, because obviously I don't have the free hit as well, um, I'm not going to be having Lukaku. I'm going to stick with the Bamiang. Uh, but I would, I mean, if you, it depends on, you know your team your situation but obviously if you can swing it which is you know unlikely I guess but um, if you can obviously Sanchez, Lukaku and De Gea are the three I'd go for um, I'm not so sure really that the Bournemouth game is so good I mean I was having a conversation with some guys today who were in the in the Twitter community who were thinking about captaining either David De Gea or Valencia um, and I think in a double game week where you've got a fixture like West Brom at home and then following that up with another fixture like that, maybe Stoke at home, then yeah, okay, I could understand that. But Bournemouth away is a tricky game. You know, they're the ninth best goal scoring team in the league, eighth best at home. 
Um, and you know they do they can yes okay they ship a lot of goals but they do raise their game and they, you know they attack well so I don't really see too much I don't can't see too much in the way of points from the United defence and not just that but you know the United defence Valencia and that they're not really great in terms of their attacking potential uh, and saying that in terms of the captaincy as well there's just there's so many other options there so um, I wouldn't be going sticking a captain uh, armband on one of the United defenders and. Uh, I'd, I'd be looking at Sanchez um, or Lukaku, but um, it depends on uh, the, you know the, the formation as well. They're playing four-three-three at the moment, and that's definitely unleashed Paul Pogba. So I'd keep an eye on Paul Pogba as well. Do you reckon with uh, with second place pretty much sealed now after the derby win, do you reckon uh, Mourinho will have one eye on the FA Cup and maybe rest some players in, in or rotate more than normal, which is what I'm banking on for my boy Marcus Rashford. Um, yeah, I think so. I think you're probably right there. Um, I think the the core players, you know, you, you Sanchez, Lukaku, should be okay. Um, but you know, the likes of Lingard, Marshall, Rashford, Mata, uh, I think will come in and around the squad, and you should see some rotation around that at that point. I would I would say so. And the de- I think the defense as well. We've already seen that with uh, with Bailly. So uh, I think David Haye nailed, and then you've got Sanchez, Lukaku, who are both I think nailed as well. Um, yeah, but the rest, I think you might be okay with Rashford. You might just get away with that. I think some players will get the minutes managed. I, don't, I, th- I think he'll probably want to nail down that second place. They just need to win the second, the game in hand, and the what they've what, got a seven point cushion, yeah. and then the, you know they're pretty safe. But yeah, one watch I would say about Valencia when I was considering him, somebody told me that Mourinho a while back said Valencia can't play two successive games in short periods. So with two that with two games and then the cup semi, I can see him being rested in one of them. Could, could might not happen, but just to watch out for people who why, considering. Why, why can't he play? Did they give a apparently reason? he's just about, uh, just the age injuries and just fitness. One thing actually, what are your lads' thoughts on people looking at maybe a minus four or a minus eight hit to get Sanchez in for the double game week? Is he worth that? Well, I'll, I'll read you these stats and you, you can you can decide for yourself yourself because I wrote the captain article today and I came found some pretty well shocking stats for underlying stats for Sanchez because as we know he's usually a beast uh, in terms of the underlying stats. But anyway, um, despite scoring 31 FBL points in the last four game weeks, he's only actually managed four goal attempts in that time, three inside the box. That's less than Ashley Westwood at Burnley with five. So. Although the points his points are coming from creativity, um, and that he's had 14 crosses, eight chances created, and three of those were big chances, which obviously led to the three assists he's got. So his points recently have mainly come from creativity. If he ups the goal threat to what it was when he was at Arsenal, then you're looking at Sanchez of old being worth that massive price tag. But right now, for a minus four, I don't think so, personally. Look, Sanchez loves a double game week. Right, he, the Arsenal chance Sanchez loves a double game week. He's a hero for double game weeks. But the thing is, like you said, I mean, is minus eight worth it? If you're chasing, if you want the differential, what a differential to have. The thing is, for sure, if I was wild carding or free hitting, he'd probably be one of the first names on, mainly because not many people will have him, or others will have to take a lot of hits to get him in. So it really just depends on your situation. Normally, I would say not to minus eight, but in a double game week, minus eight can be redeemed very 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 quickly so just assess your situation and if you are carding or free hitting then definitely he's, he should be one of the first options that you look at yeah i think so definitely 
Um, even for people who maybe have the money in the bank, had the money in the bank for to bring Kane in for the double, but um, that based on his first two games, that they might go, you know what, I'd rather take a shot at um, at Sanchez. But but yeah, excellent answer. Thanks, Mersey, and thanks, Sight. Um, lads, let's move on. Dale, come to you first on this one. Want to, of course, talk about Chelsea. Um, I, I'm expecting a short and swift answer from you, first of all, but then we'll see what Sai and Mars have to say. Um, they're a team in crisis who we should all probably be avoiding, but um, they do have two double game weeks. In 34, they play Southampton and Burnley away from home, their record away from Stamford Bridge being seven wins from 15 away games, losing five and drawing three, so not exactly great form. Um, Dale, are they all still in the bin, or are you changing your mind about like Aspetrieta after his uh, after his goal this weekend? No, they're all still in the bin. Is the short answer. I mean, listen, I don't think I wouldn't say they're a team in crisis. I think the, the, the ten points behind Spurs, they haven't got nothing left to play for really. They've got, I mean, they're in the FA Cup, but you know they won the league last season, and this season's been a bit of a horror show. I think. I've said it every week. I think Conte is out the door and the, he's lost the dressing room and, and Chelsea are playing like that. I mean, there's an interesting start on average. Hernandez, uh, he now has uh, six substitute appearances from against Chelsea and has scored six goals. So, you know, that, that's a little stat for you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Chelsea, Chelsea are done for me. I've, I've said it Week in, week out. I've said it for about the last five five pods. Uh, Chelsea are done. I'd be staying away from them. Uh, I was looking at Willian. I was maybe shifting Mane to Willian, but it's to fund um, Kane coming back in. But I'm 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 just not feeling it. I just I just don't want to go nowhere near Chelsea. I mean, the other two lads might disagree, but no. Nah, yeah. Marzi, I don't know about you, but I went a bit weak at the knees with that stat that, um, that Dale just popped on us there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still Listen, you I'm you still wanted more stats, right? You wanted more stats. And I'm, you, you, know, you get what you pay for, Don. You get what you pay for. <laughs> Marzi, what do you reckon? Um, Chelsea, are, they, um, are, are you looking at any for this game week? Well, I brought in Alonso on my wild card, which I did in 32. And I'll keep him. I won't be shifting him. I might shift him after this double game week. But this is a, for me, this is what I would advise most people on with regards to the double game week, not just Chelsea players. If you've got players that you wildcarded in or brought in and they haven't delivered yet, for example, Mares, Alonso, uh, etc., don't move them out for another double game week player because you don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you now, right now, there was, there's going to be a lot of rotation this double game week and even more probably in 37. There's big squads. There's teams that are you know, either not playing for much so they want to try other players or they've got the cup final. So be prepared because there's going to be a meltdown on Twitter come, come Saturday and then the, during the week. So keep hold of your double game week players. Stick with them. You had a plan. Stick with them, on, if, especially if you're not wildcarding or free-hitting. Or if you don't have any of those chips and you built for 34 and 35, and just hope that they deliver. Um, but with regards to Chelsea, yeah, one player and that's all I'm having. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near their forwards because they don't score enough and they keep mixing and mixing and matching. Morata maybe has got the nod now, but I'm not going to go with him or, or, or Giroud because there's other better options. I did look at Willian and debated it a lot, but I wanted more money, so I went with Gross instead. Uh, and I, I, I put in Alonso because he's got a goal in him and he hasn't scored for a while, so he might get me a goal. If he doesn't, well, they're not they're getting clean sheets, Maz. They're not, keep absolutely. against West Ham. 
Nobody's keeping clean sheets. Clean sheets are for seven million. At the moment. For seven, what is it? Seven point two million. I, I want a clean yeah. sheet. I want a clean I know, sheet I'm, as well as a second Yeah, I've got oh, him in, in case. For, listen, if I was wildcarding now, I probably wouldn't bring him in. But because I did already, I'm not going to shift him for a minus four or or a free transfer for somebody Swap else. For Swapping for Burnley uh, defender, spare three million, put it in your team. I would, I would, I would not swap a double game week player. Burnley got double game weeks. Yeah, but I wouldn't swap a double game week player for another. I would take out somebody who's not got a double game week or somebody's injured. There's a lot of injuries, and we're probably going to get more. You're, you're just drunk. You've been celebrating too hard. <laughs> 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 how, many, how many beers are you on now, Mars? Was it six? Was it? Yeah, mate. Six he's, on fifth, he's on his fifth mental, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. His wife is listening. <laughs> Tell us, uh, Sai, what's uh, what's your thoughts on Chelsea? Are you um, do you own any? And um, are you are you how confident do you feel it? Uh, well, so I'm not quite as uh, let's say passionate as, as Chef is about uh, Chelsea's <laughs> downfall. Uh, I don't actually own any Chelsea, and I'm probably. Probably not going to get any in either, uh, but I, I I do agree with Mars in that if you've got Alonso, you know you've brought him in for this for this double game week. And you're looking at it not from what he's done, but what he could give, and he has been so dangerous as the, you know the goal threat's not changed. That goal threat is still there. So if you have him, I would you know I wouldn't be getting rid of him. I'd hold. Um, but yeah, as far as it goes for the rest of them, I, I probably wouldn't be looking to bring in anymore. William is probably the one I thought about like most. People, I mm. guess, but um, I couldn't quite stretch to William. I would have preferred William in, in that. Um, I've got Lingard there. I would have preferred William there, but I just didn't have the money for it. So, uh, and yeah, like Mars said, uh, there's better options in attack. So, no to Morata and definitely no to Giroud. Yeah, I know that a lot of people were um, a lot of people were in that boat. William, I think, was in a lot of wildcard teams at the beginning, and um, as it went on, they kind of he was the one they sacrificed. To, um, do you know like, what I like think you with Chelsea did. is? Do you know, I've said it, I've, I know I'm like real anti-Chelsea, um, but you know what I think it was? I think it was when they played Man City and Conte just got two lines of four just jogging up and down. And and, and I think since then, it, that's when he lost the team. I, I, can't, think, I can't make I think, Mandy's um, game for Chelsea none more. more. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you've 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 hated them ever since the day when we like you know we used to be playing them in European Cup semi-finals and so on like that. You you just can't stand them since then. I understand all those Liverpool fans were all the same. We're all the same. Yeah. Um, Secret scouts. So listen, um, Salah. We're going to move on to Salah, of course, and I'm coming to my man Marzi with this one first. Um, he's uh, the Egyptian king has scored an average of 8.8 points in the 31 games he's played this season, but with no double game weeks and. Uh, of course, you'd be a two-legged Champions League semi-final to look forward to, um, as well as a nailed-on top-four place. Is it time to say Mo Salah or no Salah? Mo Salah, Mo Salah, <laughs> Mo Salah, running down the wing. Salah, 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 our Egyptian king. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I took him out. Last-minute decision. I took him out for Ali because I wanted the points. Now, Ali didn't deliver. Um, I'm not bringing him back in. I think he, he didn't need to be. He didn't even look fully fit today, and he still scored. So anything can happen. Of course, I'm, I'm worried. The reason I'm not bringing him in is because it will cost me hits where I want, where I don't want to take them because I've got other plans to bring other people in. He'll be back in in my free hit team. 
And then, depending on what the situation is, I'll probably bring him in for 36. But then he's got, we've got Chelsea in 37. He can score against anyone. For me, I think it's not a bad thing if you haven't got him now to just look somewhere else because he might be arrested. We might, I can see Klopp just giving him, you know, the afternoon off unless we need him uh, to recover. And then, and then later on, he might come back in. So I would say yeah. if, you, if you have him, you keep him unless you're really desperate for double game week players. If you don't have him, if you're going to bring him in back for a hit, well, you might as well go for an Ali or an Eriksen or, or a double game week player. I know it sounds crazy because he could score four, but it's just a risk that you need to take. Yeah, I would, one thing when I was watching the game tonight, I, when he came off, when Firmino was the first sub, when, it, when I was expecting if it was Salah up, I was going right, he's pretty much probably okay for the weekend. But just after coming back from an injury, he wasn't the first sub off. I reckon he's going to be rested. I'd say he'll start from, uh, he'll be on the bench, um, at the weekend. That's my inkling on it. But, um, of course, we'll all get the, um, the heads up from Anfield. It's Anfield Express, who, who seems to always have the team sheet, which we, we'd love to know how that happens. But, but yeah, no, I reckon Salah will, um, won't probably play, um, 90 minutes anyway at the weekend. Um, so yeah, no, I'd agree. If you have him, if you have him, hold on to him, probably. But if you, uh, if you don't have him, then I wouldn't be getting him back in for this game week. Hold on. Um, but uh, what's what's your thinking, Sai? Are you have you did you hold on to Salah or did you sell last week like like I did and like Mars did? Uh, no, I've, I've I've still got him. I held on to him, but that's just because of my situation um, with not having free hit. So there was nowhere I was going to get rid of him. Um, too much value tied up for me to just yeah, swap yeah. out and then bring him back in again. So. Yeah, I I held on to him, but I can I'm going to be boring and, and completely agree with what you what you both said. Um, you know, if you've got him, hang on. If you don't, then I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't bring him in this week either. I I think there's some good, especially the Spurs midfield. They're all in great form, so I just pick one of the Spurs lads and go with them. If you're going to bring, uh, if you're thinking of bringing a midfielder in, Bale, you're are you agreeing with what we're saying on Salah? Um, <laughs> yeah. on, be the contrarian. Go okay, on, son. Don't, don't disagree for the sake of disagreeing. Devil's advocate. Go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. What I would say is Bournemouth are just shocking defensively and Liverpool could actually just blow them away. Um, they're on the cusp of a wave at the minute. That result against Manchester City is a massive result. Um, and I think touching upon that, if we're going to look at it from a Manchester City perspective as well, they've just lost to United. They've just been absolutely annihilated in the quarterfinals of the Champions League I think Spurs Spurs could you know do some damage against them um, but yeah I think confidence is high Salah probably wants his golden boot unless there's still a worry was it his groin that went or his hamstring in the, against Everton or, or, uh, not Everton groin, I think before that groin. yeah was it yeah, his groin yeah it was groin so unless there's any like niggling worries against over his groin I'd be tempted to play him because I, th- I think he's one of the few players who will match the, d- the double game week players. Because um, Bournemouth are just, they're not great at the back. So, yeah, I, I think with confidence flowing high and Klopp will want to keep his players sharp, I- I'd be tempted to just stick with him. I mean, we saw against, I think it was Stoke early on in the season where he came on as a sub and I think he got a brace. Yeah. Um, so he only needs like 30 minutes to do the business. So, Great stuff. Uh, so, uh, Kane, um, sorry, come to you first on this one. 
Um, of course, everyone has been identifying this double game week as being the one, the one for Carry Kane to really make one of his, uh, one of his trademark, um, absolute kind of scorcher game weeks. So, uh, tell us, is he essential or not for game week 34? Um, they're playing City at home and Brighton away. So, um, what's your, what's your plans on him? Uh, I already own him. I, I tried to, I, well, I tried to jump the gun and get him in quickly in the hope that I'd, um, catch an early haul, uh, but it didn't work out um, against Stoke. Uh, so he's already in my team. Um, and I thought over the course of that three game week, well, the three games across those two game weeks, Stoke and, and the double game week, that he would he would hit big. Um, I was one of those was obviously that the assumption that he would he would do something against Stoke because he loves playing Stoke so dispersed, but didn't quite happen with. As much as he tries to claim it on his daughter's life or not, didn't, he didn't get a touch. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very happy, and especially after that, I think City look wounded, and uh, he'll be licking his lips for that one. So uh, I don't know if I'd say I don't know if I'd say he's essential. Um, I was actually speaking to Kylie earlier about, and she was telling me that she really wants to bring him in, um, but she was doing it as part of a three-way move, and it was. Something like Duffy and Cedric and Kane in, or Vardy, um, Son and someone else like another good Alonso. So it's like, uh, you know, yeah, across those three players, you think it's quite easy to see who's got the higher points potential. She's had to sort of gimp her transfers, um, just to get Kane in. So I, I would say it depends what it does to your team. Have a look at your team, see how it affects it. And if it's going to gimp the, the overall balance too much, then I probably wouldn't do it. Um, but I would say for from from 36 onwards, he's definitely essential. Those last four games were unbelievable, and that's that's massively Kane territory. Just yeah, just sticking well. with that, just just sticking with that side, I'll I'll give you my own personal team. I would have to go Mane to say Pogba to mm. upgrade Aubameyang to Kane. You know, in, mm. in and that would be for a hit. But, would you think that was worth it or or not? I would say I would say that's worth it, provided that we still play four three three. Because I think Pogba's completely different if we play a four two three one. Doesn't sound like much of a switch, but it really is. In the four two three one, he plays in the pivot with Matic, and he's much less. He has much less freedom to run forward, as you saw in the City match. He was drifting into the box all the time, and that's what he was. You know, he, it's it's a tough one, but. Yeah, in that situation, if it, if he if we do play four three three from now on, I would say that would would be worth it. So for me, I did something that I don't normally do, and I did an early transfer. Uh, I think Saturday or Sunday night, I basically went boomerang to Kane. I had enough money when I did uh, Salah to Ali. I think uh, as the guys touch on it, um, City are there to be beaten again, and I think Kane. Uh, I, I just can't imagine going through the double game week without him. I think he's the main striker. Uh, as much as Lukaku is doing well, I don't think he's as uh, prolific as, as Kane is. Uh, and I think Kane is obviously desperate for goals. Um, so, yeah, I went for him. And um, I'm now waiting to see on good, good months and we'll see what happens. I might have to take a hit to, to swap him or, or Mustafi um, for another do- double game week player. And I'll end up with 15 double game weeks. So that's, uh, that's my plan. Kane in, for sure. Are you bench boosting or triple captain in this week, Mars? Bench boosting, triple captaining for 37 because the fixtures uh-huh. just look amazing. Yeah, yeah that was my plan and I stuck to it. Yeah, so you're on a bench boost this weekend as well, aren't you? Um, yeah, well... For now. 
yeah, I was about 90% sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it, but yeah, yeah, I'm not really too happy. It's just, it's not, it's not looking great, but I just can't not give it Kane in that 37 week. It's just, it's too good. Great stuff, fellas. I think we covered off all the major talking points. Uh, we'll move on to the next section of the show, which is the game week preview and captain picks. Um, in this section, each of us is going to look at game week fixtures and give our takes on what we like, what we dislike, highly owned players that we'd recommend benching and why. We'll also include our Barlow and Baldwin captain picks. So, Sai, as our guest, I'm coming to you first on it. What games do you really like the look of in this double game week? And what ones are you kind of a little bit feeling that they might underwhelm? Um, Chelsea. Um, not to take Dales away from him, but yeah, um, <laughs> there's only one. There's only one room. There's only room for one hater, one Chelsea hater on this pod site. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I, <laughs> I do think uh, Chelsea are going to underwhelm. Um, Southampton gave it a good go against Arsenal. You know, I know Arsenal aren't too great either, but um, you know they gave, they gave it a good go there. So I, I'm not sure there's much there for them, and they're struggling in forms of attack as well. Uh, and Burnley away, that's going to be a tough game for him, so that's um, slightly underwhelming. Um, yeah, I think if if Liverpool play a full strength team, which obviously we, we can't know, I think they are going to blow Bournemouth away. Um, they usually do, and Bournemouth are horrendous defensively. Um, so I think that's that's a that's a nice one if you know for those people that have held on to Salah uh, if he starts, of course. Um, and yeah, I've got a. I've got a bad feeling about um, United, to be honest. Uh, I think that West Brom game is going to be boring, um, and it's going to be something like one or two nil. And then away from home, it, like I said, it's I think it's a tricky game for us. So I think that's going to be underwhelming as well. Not as much as probably people are going to hate that because <laughs> everyone's going mad for for United. But um, yeah, I've got I have, I've got a bit of a bad feeling about that, and I've got a good feeling about Spurs. I think. Um, all the main assets are looking good there, and I'm, I'm feeling good about uh, Harry Kane captain. Yeah, and uh, I think something about this podcast, like, because I think you're becoming a Liverpool fan as well. You're really fancying Liverpool this weekend. You're not fancying Man <laughs> United. Hey, don't, don't go in too far now, Don. <laughs> um, Marzi, tell us what's uh, who's who you like in the look of in uh, 34, and uh, who you're not liking the look of. Yeah, I agree with Sai. I think uh, Spurs, Spurs have good fixtures, and I think they are, they are ticking, and they want, they want, they want that third place away from Liverpool, and, and they want to secure, secure top four as well, with Chelsea struggling. Um, if I look at the fixtures, yeah, I mean Chelsea don't, have, you know, Southampton away, and then Burnley away. Maybe you know what I think this game week we, we might see a few clean sheets. Uh, I don't see a lot of high-scoring games. If I look at the single game weeks, just to, to give them a shout, like, I think Palace-Brighton is going to be a huge game. Palace need to turn it. They need, they need to turn those draws in, you know, the draw into win and, you know, having, lo- having played really well against the big boys and lost. Um, I can see Palace turning it on. Uh, Zaha, if people have him, you know, you keep him. Um, I think Newcastle are going to turn Arsenal over, especially if Arsenal go with a weakened team as well. One of the reasons that I decided to sell Boomerang because I think Newcastle are looking looking good now and at home I think they can do um, they can do Arsenal for sure um, double game week teams I don't like Bournemouth I don't like their fixtures obviously they've got Liverpool and uh, United I know they can score but they also just can't keep clean sheets so uh, definitely don't be bringing in any any Bournemouth defenders 
Um, yeah, apart from that, Swansea-Everton, I think Swansea will be looking good for a clean sheet there. Everton away from home are awful. Everton are awful full stop. So if you've got Swansea players because you don't have a free hit, you know, I know they've got City in 35. But um, yeah, I think Swansea could, could do the business. Um, Dale, uh, coming to you next, Anna, but one thing I actually wanted to kind of lead it in with is Aubameyang. A lot of people are talking about selling Boomerang um, to fund mostly moves to Kane. But um, what's your thoughts on their face in Newcastle this game week? It's obviously only a single, but Arsenal have a nice run in um, to, towards the end of the season. For people like me and you who don't have, um, you know, now I have my um, bench boost, which I'm playing this weekend. I have my triple captain still coming. But um, is is Aubameyang someone that you'd be looking to keep? He's done well the last couple of game weeks. Um, and Newcastle shouldn't look like that difficult a fixture. I'm still on the, I'm still like edging, I'm still swaying, but I, I think I'm going to keep a buy Um The 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 Newcastle are 100 safe now, so maybe they're on the beach and Arsenal still got a point to prove. Maybe catch Chelsea or you know Abamyang's just he's lethal in front of goal, so you give him a chance he will score. So yeah, it's a difficult one, but yeah, I'd I'd be I'm probably going to keep Abamyang. Yeah, good stuff. And um, is there any other fixtures? What kind of fixtures are you looking at um, in 34? Ones that do you agree with what the lads say in terms of Spurs? And um, what's your thoughts on Man United? Are you feeling pessimistic like Sai is? No, I think Sai is probably feeling pessimistic because he's a fan. Um, I'm actually looking at the United fixtures and I'm, I've got Lukaku and De Gea. So I'm looking at the third player that I can bring in. It's, I'm looking at Pogba maybe. I'd love Alexis, but I just don't think I can stretch that far in my team. Um, I think Swansea's a, Swansea are a good prospect. Everton are horrendous away from home, like Mars said. Um, I think they beat Stoke a couple of weeks ago, and then but before that, you have to go back to December for their last away win. Um, side switched on Chelsea against Southampton. I mean... Southampton, if they're going to stay up, they've got to do something. Um, the, the fixture that I'd be looking at, is, is more of a uh, speculatively, is uh, Huddersfield via Watford. Uh, Huddersfield need to do something. If the Huddersfield want to stay up, their last four games are horrendous. So if Huddersfield want to stay up, they need to do something now. So that's that's one fixture I'd be looking at for maybe a differential. Um, another team, lads, I wanted actually to look at is Leicester. Um, a lot of managers would have gotten in Mares, who's kind of disappointed in the last couple of game weeks, and um, Vardy, who has been actually very consistent. Um, what's your thoughts on Leicester? They have a nice double game week, um, and they have a double game week in 37. It's less um, less attractive, maybe, but um, but they they have nice fixtures to close out the season. Um, what's your thoughts? Who have you got from from Leicester, and what are your thoughts on Mares in particular? I, I've got I've got Mares. Um, I haven't got Vardy. The problem, in my opinion, the lads might disagree, but the problem with Leicester is you, they're safe, and you've got two players who were brilliant on the day. You got Mares and Vardy, but the rest of the team are probably on the beach, um, and you've got two players. Who Maris is playing for a move, Vardy is playing for that starting slot for England in the World Cup. So it's a really, it's a it's a strange situation. So 
I mean, I've got Mares. I'm, I'm going to keep him. I'm not going to ship him. I think if you've got if you've got Leicester assets, you keep them. But would I be bringing them in? I'm not so sure. I, I really yeah. expected them to do something against Newcastle, but they didn't. And I think it shows that half their team is on the beach already. I think a lot of people are um, probably looking at if they wildcarded in 31 or 32 was they. Vardy was someone that they were kind of debating between Vardy and Maris. Some people went for Vardy, some people went for Maris, and definitely the, Mar- the Vardy owners are a lot happier and say for Manchester United, yeah, people would have gone for Lukaku. Yeah, but well, they did, some people did, but um, I think if people were kind of choosing to have, you know, one of them um, at least, they were kind of picking between the two. But, but and then with Man United, it's Lukaku versus Sanchez. People would have, Lukaku looked like the dead cert pick. Whereas people would be happier now, probably, if they had Ashley Sanchez in their team for this double game week. Maris could create anything, something from nothing. I think with Leicester, you've got to look at the league and the six points away from Burnley, and, and it looks like the seventh place is going to be a Europa League place. So can they catch Burnley? And I, I think that's that's how you've got to look at it. Um, yes, they can. They can. Of course got- they can. But will they? Yeah. That's, that's, I've, that's, I've, I, I, when I work hard, I've got Vardy and Mares. I brought in Vardy for Firmino and I haven't looked back because he's, like you guys said, he's scored consistently and I'm keeping him. He's a cheap. Did you just call him Firmino? <laughs> <laughs> I just Firmino. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah one, one player, another player from Leicester that we haven't touched on is Ben Chilwell. Some people worrying about him being rotated with with uh, Fuchs, but he's also fighting for that place in in the England team, and he's done well. So um, you know, I know Leicester don't keep uh, clean sheets, but he's got he's got attacking potential. I've got I've got Morgan, um, so I've I've got the three Leicester players: Morgan, Vardy, and Mares, and they're not going anywhere, um, probably until 37 and, and beyond. Um, yeah, I I got in Mark Albrighton as um, <laughs> I got him in last week. And uh, we'll see. We'll see if it works out for the double. Um, I'm just hoping that um, Twitter will be going mental that Maris and Vardy do nothing, and somehow Albrighton is the one who who um, scores or assists and comes into the bonus points. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see what way it works. Um, lads, let's look at our captain picks for uh, 34. Of course, the the usual suspects for this game week are um, Kane, Lukaku, um. And possibly, if you were looking a little bit riskier, kind of going towards the Spurs midfielders, um, or even Sanchez, if people have Sanchez in, that he'd be, um, he'd be their captain picks. But um, come to you first, Sai, on it. Um, I know you're familiar with the Barlow and Baldwin captain picks. So I'm um, looking at your own team. Who are you going to be going for if you want to make a conservative choice? That's your Barlow. And who are you going to be going for if you're feeling a bit frisky? That's your Baldwin. Um, Barlow, Kane. And Baldwin, uh, Son, so both Spurs players. Oh, Son, very interesting because um, a lot of people, of course, have him in from you know looking looking ahead towards these double game weeks and with Kane's injury, um, a lot of people had him in before and even wild characters were were getting in Son and making sure they kept him in their team. Um, have you high hopes for him because he's been a bit quiet for the last few weeks? 
Yeah, I mean, it's typical of my season, really. The timing's been absolutely woeful. I've got him Mares, and then, I mean, you know, if you've got Mares and you went him over Vardy, I apologise. That was pretty much me getting him in because every time I seem to get a form player, they just go out of form. And it was the same with Son. As soon as I brought him in, he just, <laughs> he just stopped hitting it. But, um, no, I mean, I've got to, I'm always, I always try and remain logical and rational about it. And I've, you know, the underlying stats are still good and he's, uh, he's very explosive and he's arguably just as greedy as Harry Kane. There's, there's been quite a few times where I've watched the Spurs game and there's been such a great opportunity to lay it across or put in someone else and he's tried, tried the shot. Um, so no, I think, uh, like I said, City, they look a bit, they're going to be mentally fragile, shall we put it? After that, and then they've got Brian. So I think, yeah, I think Son's got good, good potential for this one. I've got high hopes for him. Great stuff. And uh, Marzi, who are your Bar- Barlow and Baldwin? Yeah, I agree with Sly Barlow's uh, is Kane. Baldwin, Rashford. <laughs> I'd love to see if you had you were frisky enough to put that one on um, on Rashford. But um, <laughs> he doesn't have the balls. <laughs> nah, he doesn't. I don't. He's dying with Kane. <laughs> 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 uh, Dale, what about yourself? Have you got the balls? Um, so I'll try and be different, uh, <laughs> but not too different. Uh, don't try so, too hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Lukaku for the Barlow pick, um, playing West Brom and Bournemouth. He may not have been explosive, but he's been consistent. So. You know, I've got Lukaku in my team. I'm I'm quite tempted to throw the armband on him. Yeah. Um, Barlow pick. Um, is highly owned, so I don't know if this qualifies. But David de Gea, and I know Sai's going to hate me for saying that, but if United keep two clean sheets, that's what 14 points, so 28 points, and that's a solid return for me, captain. Will he have enough though to get into the bonus points for? Uh... If they do the do the team he's playing have enough actually in attack to give him a few saves and stuff to maybe but, there. but did you say you know, two clean sheets is fourteen points? Yeah, did I get that? He's, assu- he's assuming a bonus point. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Let me say that again then. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. One plus one <laughs> equals three. That's quick math. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're not doing that again, Dale. <laughs> I am, Bobby. All right, so it's 12 points. So <laughs> it's still 12 is points. First, is is this, Dale, is this your first season in FBL, yeah? <laughs> 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 um, but I, I, I have to say, Dale, I 100% agree. Like, Lukaku is, um, would be in my barrel because he's, uh, it, like, you're looking at Lukaku's always had the reputation of being a flat track bully. And they're two tasty fixtures. This is the reason yeah, I mean, why I have this is the reason I have them in my team, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think, I think you know, I think Bournemouth Bournemouth had like the, the yard game in that. I mean West Brom I'd fully expect like three or four nil. Um but it's two tasty fixtures and yeah, I mean Lukaku's had a pretty good season. What's he on? Like twenty four goals? This season so far? Well, in, in the total. league, I think he's 15 and 8. 15 goals, 8 assists or something like that. So I'll probably know better, but it's roughly around, but there's 23 or 24 um, goal contributions, I think, in the league. Yeah, I, I, I was talking overall. I forgot who was an FPL show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about the other comps other than 
<laughs> other than Champions League, of course. Of course. <laughs> but, of course. Uh, Okay, guys, let's move on to the listener questions section of the show. So, um, Sai, I'll come to you first on this. This is from John G, Grifters United. He was asking, who are the single Game Week players you'd expect to give good returns in Game Week 34? So, uh, ideally, we'd a decent fixture in 35 as well, if you have any of those. So, basically, single Game Week players. Um, we'll, well, maybe I'll leave it at that for you. I'll leave out the a decent fixture in 35 because you can't be too demanding, John. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I mean, the, the obvious one um, is Salah, but there's obviously some question around his game time. But I mean, if he if he plays well any part of that game, I think there's gonna, there should be returns for him. Uh, and the same goes for the for the other Liverpool attackers. Um, but I think the one that I, I really like um, is Arnautovic at home to Stoke against his former club in good form. Um, yeah, so uh, Arnautovic, and then I've got another one. I'm gonna, was going to go, yeah, Chris Aparsa playing Brighton, uh, and as Dale yeah, said earlier on, Zaha would be, uh, yeah. Zaha, or, uh, yeah. But I, I, I really, didn't want to say you really uh, punty, you laughed his cheek even. That is cheeky. But yeah, I didn't want to say him in a video, but I don't want to curse it, mate, because I've, I've managed to grab two of these of his last three holes and I'm uh, I'm actually I'm using a bench boost and he's on it so I, I don't want to <laughs> so Zaha for, for me and they've actually all got fixtures Chris Bar's got fixture in 35 yes so they've all actually got fixtures in 35 as well Don so you've you've answered it perfectly so nice one no worries thanks Mel um, Dale, move on to the next one for, um, this from John Smith Spurs at FBL 1882. He was asking if Salah is fit, is he still the best captain choice this week, even with only one fixture? Um, and Lukaku, or so he, he explains that basically by saying that Lukaku doesn't hold and Kane might get a rest midweek and Chelsea aren't firing. So he's very tempted. What are you thinking on that one? Is it because he's uh, he's essentially we we don't know if he's going to play or not, or if he's going to play limited minutes? Is that is that really the the way to think about it? Um, it might be overthinking it. Um, it's a difficult one. I think Kane definitely gets another against Man City. Pochettino definitely want to win that game, and then Brighton. They might play Lorente. It's it, it's a difficult one. Um, Lukaku, like I've said already, is consistent. So he may not haul, but he may get you a goal in each of the games, which is a, a nice return. And two goals in a, in a in one game week is a nice return. Um, and it, we've already touched on Salah. I mean, he 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 just he's he's scoring for fun this season. He's just playing for fun. You know, he's he's going to be player of the season. It's got to be a candidate for Ballon d'Or, especially if Liverpool win the uh, Champions League. Um, and Bournemouth are shocking at the back. So if he gets his minutes, you know, it could be a good a good shout to Captain Salah, to be honest. Yeah, it's a great season to take up your Liverpool fandom from your childhood, isn't it, Dale? But, uh, yes. We'll move on quickly to <laughs> Mars's, uh, Mar- the next question, which is um, for Mars. Um, out of Sanchez and Lukaku, so this is from David Geckel at DPG124. Out of Sanchez and Lukaku, who do you think scores more points for this week and the rest of the season? And in general, who has the best two double game week fi- 34 fixtures? Um, he thinks it feels, of course, like Man United, but he'd like some reassurance on that. 
So I think if you want to differentiate Lukaku, definitely, uh, sorry, Sanchez definitely ahead of Lukaku. Uh, if you've got Lukaku in your team, then you, you, you keep him because, like the guy said, he's consistent. Um, who's got the best fixtures? I would say Spurs, considering City are just, at the moment, uh, you know, they're going to be hungover and they've lost three in a row. Uh, I like Leicester's fixtures, which is why I've got three of their players. And I think United do have good fixtures. It just depends whether Mourinho, uh, you know, let them let them uh, off the shackles and not worry about the cup fight, uh, the cup semis. That's the one that worries me. I think uh, yeah, just to those, jump in there, I think I, I think you don't even have to count to Captain Sanchez. He's he's only like three point four percent owned, so just having him on his own is probably enough. Okay, so I, um, next up is a quick one, and it's from um, from underscore Burnley, our our mate. Devastating Dave, the FBL slave. I've been dying to say his name on um, on the pod for a while, but um, since you changed it. <laughs> but uh, listen, uh, tell us Pogba, yes or no. So give us a quick answer on it. Who would you... Uh, let, let me phrase it this way. Um, Pogba, Man United have two nice fixtures. Pogba has come... He looks like he's in form and he actually wants to... He looked like he really wanted to prove a point against City. But um, Pogba, yes or no for you? And who would you maybe look to bring him in instead of if you're like one of the highly owned players? Is there any of them that you kind of would prefer Pogba over? Ooh, um, the last bit uh, is throwing me off a little bit. I, I probably wouldn't bring him in instead of, um, you know, the other key players that we've got in that game, like Mares and Son and Ali or anyone like that. But I think in that price bracket... Um, He's 7.8 at the moment, yeah. I, I'd say, yeah, I really, I thought he, he, the second half, not the first half, if he's allowed that freedom, he is a brilliant option. It's just whether Mourinho is going to give him that freedom or not. We can't know that for sure. Um, but um, at this stage of the season, it's, you know, why not? It's worth a gamble. Good stuff. And uh, Dale Willian and Obi Miang, this is from Pano Sidoras, um, The Art of FPL. He was um, asking Willian and Aubameyang out for Millie and Kane or Ericsson and Austin. So what's your thoughts on that one? Uh, yeah, well, I know it, I looked at Ericsson's pass maps actually uh, for last week and Ericsson was actually as close to the goal as Kane was just about and he, he was everything went for Ericsson. So do you know what? If you're chasing, I'd probably, if you're chasing a mini league leader at this point of the season, I would go Ericsson and Austin. Just to, go on to tell you, just to jump in here quick, just to give a, a nice stat. Um, only Stanislas has had more goal attempts than Ericsson over the last five game weeks. I know, obviously, the majority of them come from outside the box, but, you know, did you see that goal? <laughs> you know, he's not exactly bad at shooting from range, so. There you go, there you go. But that was so, Kane's goal. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. But, no, but Southampton need, need, need to do something, so Austin is going to be the man, and... Size just backed me up with Ericsson there. So, yeah, I've got Ericsson and Austin if I'm chasing. Uh, Mars, next up for you. Um, I'm going to lump two questions together here because they're mainly to do with Harry Kane. Um, one is from Rup, Kiran, um, Rup Kiran 16 um, and JM Penetra. Um, so he's basically asking to Kane or not to Kane. We've kind of covered that earlier on in terms of um, how, how much, how essential we feel that Kane is. Um, he has the direct funds to do Aubameyang to Lukaku, and he has Son and Eriksson already. So, um, what's Mars? First of all, on that one, do you reckon that Aubameyang to Lukaku would be a move that you'd recommend? I know we talked about Aubameyang to Kane. Um, first off, yes or no answer on that one? Yes, uh, especially if, if he has a free hit. 
Um, but even if he doesn't, I would go. I would move Boomerang out and bring in Lukaku for a double game week. Um, that's brilliant. Thanks, Maris. And Rup Kiran was asking basically about more about is is Kane's selfishness based on how how mad he's going about the Ericsson goal. Is his uh, selfishness good for FBL, and uh, is it something that is it something that may impact his double game week thirty four fixtures? Do you think would he be really kind of keen to get as many uh, get as many goals as possible to chase Salah in the for the Golden Boot? Two hundred percent, and I love I love the fact that he's been selfish for FBL. Yeah, we like that. We don't like them players that were too generous. So, next question up is um, from Sumant Hen. Sumant H. Nactar, and he's asking what Man City assets should he target? So now that Man City, of course, are out of the Champions League, um, what Man City assets would you be kind of looking at towards from between now and the end of the season? None. I'd, well, I'd, I'd wait. I'd, yeah, I'd, if you've got, if you've got someone like, well, if you've got any, um, well, no, if you've got Aguero Jesus, I'd be moving him out. You wouldn't have Jesus. So if you've got Aguero, I'd be moving him out. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva, and Sterling are probably all going to get rotated. So I would, I'd see what's, I'd see what happens, and then make a decision after that. But I wouldn't be bringing any in right now. Not definitely not. Good stuff. Thanks. Um, Dale uh, Nymphria was asking, and hopefully, hopefully Nim, you're feeling better. Um, you're having a bit of a tough time of it, but uh, and hopefully we're back on the pop in pod in no time at all. Um, alongside Migtavius. She's thinking about um, taking a minus four and moving out Aubameyang and a midfielder like Son or Salah if he's still injured. Um, we know he's not injured, but he is potentially kind of um, a risk of being rested. But he, she's basically asking Lukaku or a seven mid midfielder or, or Sanchez and a budget striker such as Murray, Barnes or Austin. So Dale, what's your thinking on that one? Do you do, would you prefer to go Lukaku in a cheap midfielder, or would you rather go Sanchez in a budget? I mean, with with Sanchez, it probably depends how budget you're going. If you're going below six million, I'm 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 struggling to find the value there. So I'd probably go with Lukaku and how consistent he is in the seven million midfielder. I mean, you can go. I mean, I know I've, I've Zaha. hated on Zaha would be a good one. I think six point eight. That's probably who I'd be who I'd be talking about. But there you go. There you go, Nim. Don't don't just don't sit it for you. I think she doesn't have it. I think she doesn't have a free hit, so I agree with Dale. Uh, but also, you could you could do Sanchez and a Burnley striker because they play in the in thirty five. Stop for giving example, my Burnley so- strikers away. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want, you could uh, go William. You could go Aaron Ramsey. You could go Anasovic. I know you haven't got a double game week this week, but Dale, I already answered the question. So it's not <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> Uh, next up is a personal question from Mr. Walker Porter. He's it's to do with defensive cover for 34. He has up to six million for Monreal or Aspilicueta. He needs a Mariapa replacement. It was Smalling when he planned this two weeks ago, and um, he has David de Gea and Stevens and Tarko as his other defenders. And he's looking, basically wondering, could he, he could do a United defender or Asby to Valencia and get Rudiger in for Mariapa, not using the bench boost. 
So um, what's your thinking? If he has six million to spend on a defender, who would you be looking at for 34 and perhaps beyond, basically? Ooh, well, I, I wouldn't be put off Smalling. I think um, I've heard that there's there's rumours that there's a rift with um, with Jones and Mourinho. So Smalling could could stay there. I mean, he's he's doing well. Um, I think Vitrongen from Spurs is also six million. Although I actually don't. I don't understand why people are falling over themselves to getting Spurs defenders because they just don't keep clean sheets. I don't rate Lloris at all. Uh, but if you know if you've got six million and you want a double double game week defender, then the Trongen is 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 set in the team. He's the one that doesn't get rotated. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be put off uh, Smalling at all. Um, apart from that, you can always go a cheap defender like a Brighton defender or a Burnley defender and spend the money somewhere else. Good stuff. Thanks, Mersey. Um, Sai, come back to you on this one. Um, FBL Aaron um, at Aaron underscore FBL was asking, how many double game players is a safe bet? Now I'm, he's only got the triple captain left, so um, I think this is this is kind of a relevant question for people like in in the position where they don't have a free hit to play in 35. Um, so they, as much as they want to get as many double game week players in as possible, they are aware that in the next game week, the, whatever amount they have, they're going to be um, short in game week 35. So how many 34 double game weekers would you be looking at um, having if you, if you didn't have that free hit to play in 35? Well, I don't have the free hit to play, so I'm in that position. Um, and at the moment, I've got nine uh, with the with the transfers I've already made, I made quick moves this this week. Um, I've got I've got nine double game week players with Salah and Aubameyang, and with one free transfer, I can get eight single game week players for a blank game week thirty five. Not um, so I think eight I think nine's fine this week um, for thirty four, and I think eight's fine for thirty five. Uh, and with with transfers and, and decent planning, I've worked out that I could get thirteen double game week players. Um, plus Sauer, and I haven't decided the other player yet, in 37. So, it, you know, it's doable. Uh, I, I, that, that would probably be my... That's why I'm going with, so um, I guess that's why I'm advocating. <laughs> good stuff. No, that's a good answer. Thanks, Milsai. Okay, next question up is uh, from Kylie, our friend Kylie at Kylie FBL. And she was asking, double game week fever has hit. Um, and she's wondering, OK, with rotation and injury issues mounting for the back lines of those playing bench boost in 34, particularly among the double-double teams, who would you look for to for replacements? The main culprits for her are Christensen, me and Stevens. And I know, Mars, that you added um, Goodmanson to that list. So um, who would you be looking for replacements for those players? OK. First of all, something that I said at the beginning of the pod, do not replace double game week players unless they're 100% out. So Stevens, yes, he's got a red card. He's not going to play. Is Christensen going to play? He could play. So I wouldn't, bear, I wouldn't waste a transfer on Christensen if you've already got him, especially if you're going to take a minus four or a minus eight. Goodmanson, wait until Friday. Find out what's going to happen. Stevens, you've got Brighton defenders. You've got Burnley defenders that you can bring in for. Uh, Goodmanson, you could, uh, you know, if you have enough money, you could upgrade to Lingard or downgrade to, to uh, uh, you know, a, a Cork or or a Cook. Um, what was the other player that she that she mentioned uh, that is injured? Uh, me. So me, yeah, me, me's me's out. So you. Kevin you Long, could, baby. Kevin Long. Yeah, Kevin Long. Or you could you could swap him. But the, what I'm saying is, 
only swap players that are 100% out. I know Christensen is hated in the community because he keeps getting injured, but he could easily play. Do not waste a transfer. Stevens and me, definitely, if they're injured. But I would say as well, wait until the last minute because we don't know what's going to happen, but we'll know more Friday or Saturday. So just hold on and hope that we get better ideas. That's what I'm doing. For example, I've already taken, uh, made the transfer for Kane. I've got Goodmanson and I've got Mustafi. Now, I want to do a, a transfer. So if Goodmanson is fit, then I'll just take Mustafi out and bring in a, uh, a defender. If not, then I am going to take a minus eight because I don't want Mustafi in my team. Um, and I'm, what I might do is, for example, Mustafi and Goodmanson for Lingard and somebody else. But only if Goodmanson is, not, is, is definitely out. From what I've read from Ben Dinnery's uh, timeline, it looks like Goodmanson should be good and, and not be a bad Vincent. Badminton. I like that one, Maris. You should, uh, you should slap a copyright on that. But um, thanks, thanks, Mill, for that one. Um, there it is. I'm bringing up any questions. Uh, next up, Dale, we have um, FBL Braveheart was asking, would you forego Lukaku for a Man United triple up in defence? He's on a free hit. No, that's too many eggs in one basket. Excellent. No. Um, <laughs> so, I, would you? The last last listener question of tonight is: Would you go Mahrez or and Lukaku or Sanchez and Vardy? Um, this is from FPL Booster. And who out of the four would you captain for thirty four? So, which would be your favourite captain out of those four for game week thirty four? Um, I'd go probably go Lukaku, Mahrez. If you're well ranked, and I'd go Sanchez Vardy if you're chasing, uh, and and in the same vein, if you're high up, I'd captain Lukaku. If you're lower down, I'd captain Sanchez. That's brilliant, Sai. Thanks a million. Um, that's all we got time for tonight on the Three Amigos FPL show. Um, thanks a million to this week's honorary amigo Sai, who you all follow, of course, at FPL underscore Connect. Um, thanks to you for listening, sharing and liking the pod, our lovely listeners. And get following our group Twitter account at 3AmigosFPL, Mars at Mars05, Dale at ChefDaleH, and myself at FPL Marple. Best of luck in Double Game Week 34. Booyah! One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo.